I'll come back. 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 Pussy. Yes. We are. We are not playing Goose Game. I'm no, long that... stream. Uh, all right. It seems like we're about ready. Um, priest. We're actually online. Yeah. It's doing an ad, but you know what? Fuck it. No, but wait, wait for the ad, so our people don't have to wait through the ad too, because that sucks for them. Okay. Yeah, and then you can then you can read it in. Will Smith has a new movie. Yep. All right. Great. <laughs> Five, four, cut the damn video here, please. Do something right for once. Hello, and welcome to the BarCast. The bar gets lower every single week. Your bartender this evening will be a non-pencil. <laughs> Ravage. I can't follow that. Milk. Implying anybody could follow it. My name is Priest, and nobody picked up Enigma from soccer practice. So he'll be joining us later. But this week, we got a very special guest. From the Revere community, we have the one, the only, Thespio, but I like to call him the Wilsonator. Hello, lovelies. How are you all doing today? And to answer your first question, yes, I am already naked. Yes! This is off to a great start. This is best. <laughs> naked cast is naked. This I mean, is I mean, hold on, hold on. Are we all getting naked? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Oh, okay. Nope, get oh. naked. Shut up. This is what we're Hello, doing. Hello, shame in here, bitches. Solidarity with the guest, Milk. <laughs> Are you getting so hot? I'm gonna take my clothes off. Are right. you, you getting you like so hot? I'm gonna take my clothes off. Well, that's gonna right. be good, Cash. All right, let's 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 <laughs> go. For those who've never tuned in before, we are a community-oriented podcast where you ask the questions, uh, we get the guests, and make them miserable with your questions because it's what we do. Um, miserable? Yeah, what are you talking about? I know for a fact I'm going to have a rousing good time here. What the fuck are you talking about? More like a rousing good time. Hey. He's so confident. Hey. He thinks we're not going to break him. Hey. I'm going to call out to Violet right now and get some questions in here. If you want to see previous instances of the cast, we're out on iTunes, Google Play Music, and all the other places where you can digest your podcasts. Uh, we're getting questions from Fim Fiction, and we're also streaming live on Twitch right now. We also accept questions via Twitter. So, if you have questions, please put them in the chat, or if you want to participate in a future cast, join us on Fim Fiction. It'll be a grand old time, or check out thebarcast.net. So... We have a whole bunch of questions here, but there's some things that are still kind of off limits. Pencil, what's examples of questions we want to ask our guests? Pencil is busy. So, <laughs> questions that we want to ask. Our... My mic shorted out. Um, I'm better now. So, chat. I see you all out there. Uh, you know the usual. Do not ask questions that have to do with politics or religion. Or uh, something too personal, like what's your social security number? We're not going to do that shit. Or if you just want her to start drama, we have no time for you. And I have very large band members. I will slash you like a little ant. So don't do that. Okay? 
Of course, we also have a wonderful drinking word. If you hear the word wife today, be sure to have a nice, healthy, responsible drink. Responsible, of course, because we don't want to send someone to the hospital again. again. Yeah. Yes. So, without further ado, we have some actual interview questions. But, of course, I see you out there in the chat asking, of course, the first question, that question. Pencil, would you please? Hey, Will. Yes? How big is, is your dickus? How much are you willing to pay me for it? Well, no, but but the thing is, like, is that for the information or for the dick itself? Because, yes. like, all right. Whoa. <laughs> I, I will pay you one pterodactyl screech for the information about your penis. Uh, let's see. We're off to a rousing start already. Uh, hold on. Let me just check. Let me get the, uh, let me get the ruler again. This is, this is great. Yes. This is a package uh, deal. Yeah, I about to say I'm almost a full. A full what? <laughs> oh, you cut out. You cut out. A full what? I yeah, said a full. I'm, I'm sorry. I said a full footer. A full <laughs> footer. And at, well, as, as as promised, as promised. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy headphone users. Well, right. to you too. I'm not even going to attempt to edit this episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> editing? Who needs editing? We're doing it live, really, bitch. Now that we got actual interview questions, let's start with the absolute introduction. Uh, Will, who are you and what do you do in the fandom? I don't know. Who am I? Who are any of us, really? This Isn't that one of the most glaring questions that a hippie would say when stoned off their ass. Yeah, you get along <laughs> but, great with short skin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I am a um, I am a fan of voice actor, a singer. Um, I, I, I suppose I most recently started uh, doing reviewing at least a little bit with my friend Voice of Reason. We have our little show called At the Screening, which is a little... Uh, um, love letter to Siskel and Ebert, where we take a look at the episodes of season nine, and we are since preparing our tissue boxes for when we watch the uh, series finale tomorrow. Um, but yeah, other than that, I just I try to do a little bit of everything in this community. Uh, but probably some of my better known are um, uh, TF2 Analysis Anarchy, where I am not only the blue spy, I am also head audio editor. Um, as far as voice work is concerned, I have worked a lot with uh, Toucan LDM on his uh, insert property here meets My Little Pony Cross. Uh, I've worked a lot with my friend Inverted Shadow, who does a lot of Gmod stuff, and probably my most well-known role, which is where I actually met my wife, take a shot, is oh. um, Disney Fanatics, Daughter of Discord Audio Drama, where I voice Discord. And she voices Apple Blossom and Screwball, my daughter. And yes, yes, we are aware of the countless incest joke. Well, I wonder where Shakespeare Cleese is, because I'm pretty sure his ears are ringing right now at the mention of incest. Oh, daddy. <laughs> you can screw my daughter, Screwball. Oh, no, no, trust me. We've already come up with our favorite one. 
Um, oh. Like we, we were thinking about doing like, at least like when the series was over, we released a video of like the top 15 screw core jokes. And our favorite one, bar none, has been, Forgive me, Danny, for I have sinned! I know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, obviously being a brony is a little deviant in our community. Uh, but that said, how did you get into the fandom? Oh, boy. Okay, so this took place, I want to say... It was the in-between period of seasons one and two. And I think I hear a train passing by. Rav. I mean, I know some people like trains, but at the same time, I don't think people want to follow as death movies exactly run over by them. I like trains. Yeah. Yeah. I like trains. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Anyway, please continue. <laughs> But yes, this was around, uh, yeah, it was around 2011, and it was the in-between period of seasons one and two. And I saw someone who actually made, like, as a joke, a six-second video. I think it, it was either, uh, I forget where it was exactly. It was either on YouTube or Twitter, um, basically calling My Little Pony Friendship is Magic the worst thing on television. And the thing that surprised me the most was people blasting this guy for it. People were like, how dare you insult My Little Pony? Good, man! And I was just sitting here scratching my head, like going, really? Like, people are de defending My Little Pony pony now of course i sort of have no room to talk because as a kid i actually did watch um the 1986 my little pony generation one movie but of course you know being a dumb kid i thought it was just something that my parents could just stick me in front of and get me to shut up um but the curiosity got the better of me so i decided to to do some research and actually watch, I think I think it was actually Fall Weather Friends that was like the first legit episode, or at least a clip of it that I watched. And what got my attention immediately was the animation style. Uh, I knew it was in Flash, and I was like, oh, okay, this actually flows pretty smoothly. And then after the intro, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, when I saw that it was developed by Lauren Fat, I'm like, okay, some actual effort is being put into this. I am intrigued. So after I watched uh, the entirety of Fall Weather Friends, consider my curiosity peaked. So I decided to go back and then watch the rest of season one, which I completed in about two to three days. And lo and behold, the next week afterwards, season two and the rest is history. Nice. Now then, uh, having been in the fandom for a while, so clearly since season one, um, what is your favorite part of the fandom? Would you consider it the online community, fan fiction, the conventions, music? What keeps you here? Oh, my. That, see, that's one question that I'm not sure how to answer, because that's basically like the same thing as asking, hey, what's your favorite molecule of oxygen that you took in your lungs today? 
I just, there are just, I've, I've been around the block in a couple different areas of this community. I have interacted with the musicians. I've interacted with narrators and voice actors and a lot of, and of course, you know, a lot of people, even in the reviewer community have become my closest friends. Um, and then of course, you know, the conventions going to, going to all of them as, or at least as many as I can. It's, I can't really necessarily pick out a single factor that keeps me here. It's, it's everything coming together to form one cohesive whole that keeps me here. But if I had to pick one, I would say it's, it's the close friends that I've made. And of course, um, the love of my life that I found in this fandom through an online audio production. So it's, I guess, yeah, like I'm saying, if I had to pick one, it would have to be the connections that I've made that I now consider not just close friends, but pretty much borderline. I think that looks- that's so sweet and wholesome. We gotta ruin it. See, we that that's that's really extremely well said. Um, and actually, you're kind of special today because I'm trying out a new fourth interview question, standard question. Uh, tomorrow is the day when the final episode of Generation Four airs. Um, as a fandom, where do you think we go from here? Ah, uh, that's the age Um, I'm not gonna lie and say that, you know, like, I know, I, I understand all sides of, uh, where we go from here. There are some people that may decide to leave and pursue other interests. There are some that will continue to stay for as long as possible, and, of course, give Generation 5 a chance. I would happen to fall into the last... I'm very curious of what Generation 5 has to offer, since it has a lot of the same staff members from Generation 4. But, honestly, like, for me, I think because this show and this community has affected so many people, a lot of it positively, some negatively, not going to deny that, but a lot of it positively... I think people are going to stick around for a pretty long time. I'm sure other people have said this before, but I think bronies are almost on the same level as Trekkies. Like, no matter what the generation is, the fact that it's made this big of an impact on so many people, I don't see the love for that going away anytime. I agree, and I I think it's... It's really wonderful, especially seeing shows like Stranger Things have like a mild call out to um, My Little Pony being a part of nerd culture rather than just like little girl culture at large. It's it's really encouraging to see that. Right? Oh, like I've uh, like not gonna lie, when me and uh, when... <laughs> when we sat down to marathon Stranger Things season three, seeing uh, I forget, I'm already forgetting what his name is. Uh, the the the, the... Uh, the, the 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 guy with the lisp. Uh, uh, oh, Dustin. D- Dustin, Dust- Dustin, and the, this new girl talking about My Little Pony and dropping names like T-Rex and all. Seeing that 
I'm, I'm, I was just, we were, we, yeah, yeah, Lucas's sister, we were floored on the, we were floored laughing at how this, <laughs> this was like, I mean, yeah, 80s culture being called out and, you know, referenced in Stranger Things, but to see something like a that cow, we were, that, that, <laughs> it, it was it was certainly unique and it was it was really special. Absolutely. So you're saying that they didn't make up a some random pony name on the spot? No, uh, no actually not. No. Watch the show, Enigma. Now then, um, one last actual interview question before we throw you to the wolves. Uh, the most controversial of them all: Who is best pony? Ooh, I was prepared for this. And like my friend Armel, who was on this cast previously, like around the time was, I made list. Oh, I man. Have, I have categorized everything, so... Yes, I've got a little list. <laughs> That's my wife in the background. She's listening in on this. Anyway, take a shot. Drink! So here we go. Time to cause some controversy. Best main six, Rarity. Best student six, best student six, Yona. Best princess, Twilight. Best human, Sunset. Best background pony, a tie between Vinyl Scratcher, Minuet. Best guest character, Countess Coloratura. Best CMC, best villain, Chrysalis. Best non-pony, and fuck you, Anon Pencil, best dragon is Spike. Objectively! I mean, you're wrong, but you're allowed to be wrong. So we're putting them on the on the ban list after this, right? Yeah, I think we gotta. Damn, damn that that's that's been the barcast. Thank you everyone for tuning. No, anyway, now that we got a whole bunch of questions out in the thread, we're gonna start with questions from Sutton. Um, if you've got questions out in Twitch, be sure to just go ahead and ask them. We'll make sure we get to them as soon as we can. Um, but we're starting with our fan fiction questions. Uh, Sentence, our resident Canadian. Number one, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but it's just so good? Hmm. Let's see. That's, that's a toughie. Um, I would have to say I am a sucker or funnel cakes. You take me oh. to a carnival or a county fair, funnel cakes are the treat I will immediately go for. I know that they cook it in a ludicrous amount, but the oil and fat and sugar just makes it oh so worth it. The greasier the better. Absolutely. Oh I have yet God. to try I have yet to try certain other carnival fairs though. But I guess if I had to be broad about it, carnival food. Well, okay, so what kinds of carnival food have you not had? Like, have you had a deep fried Twinkie? No, I have not. Nor have I. There is one thing I want to try just to see how the fuck they make it and if it'll actually stay at that consistency deep fried ice cream. Oh! I have had that a lot. I have had a lot of deep fried ice cream, and it is. Okay. <laughs> yes, I agree. Really? Okay, yeah. yeah. I, again, like, I want to try it just to see what it is, but my main interest is to see how the fuck they make it. 
Honestly, there's a point. You combine you, a cold, like a cold treat with boiling oil. It should not compute. It's fine in the sense that the ice cream stays pretty ice creamy for a while. My issue is that the dough around the outside doesn't really stay crispy because it's got ice cream melting on the inside. Um, and so you just don't really have the crispy outside for very often. It just yeah. it goes away. So that yeah, part is that's, well, that's part what is. I mean. It's like you're combining two things that shouldn't go together, but yet you do make it go together. And I want to know how the very, very quickly, and with lots of oil spatters, so don't get too close to it. Anyway! Yeah. Uh, I, I was frying, turn the dairy and the milk and ice cream into cheese. From what Is I that understand, how you make cheese? Oh my god! From what I understand, there's a really special, like, deep freezer involved. And I, I have had, I, I double-checked this to make sure I'm not just being stupid, Mexican fried ice cream, but I don't know if that's different from just normal fried ice cream. It's, it's kind of but, not. Anyway. Hmm. Oh, okay. Talent number two. What is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? I wouldn't necessarily say I have a weird sort of, but I do know I I do have a like. Let's see, probably my biggest fear, like at least nowadays. This is actually in sort of a form of a story. Oh please. Uh, I've sort of grown to have a fear of falling. And what I mean by that is, you know how people often feel like they're afraid of flying in airplanes? Yes. That's what I'm getting at. I have a fear of falling from that great of a height. Like, if you put me, like, on a trampoline or, like, a diving board or something, I'll be fine. But something, like, higher than, like, like a roof of a two-story I, that, that is enough to, you know, get me spazzing out. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because with the story I'm about to, to tell, this involved, uh, I believe it was a 2017 BronyCon. Oh, no. Um, where, yeah, it was either 2017 or 2018. I forget which year it was. But basically... Uh, we had a uh, we didn't have a nonstop flight to Baltimore. We had a connecting flight to uh, Detroit, and then Baltimore. And, and let's just say, a I'm never flying Delta again. And oh, B, God. go getting into Detroit. Like I want to say, like the last half hour as we were descending, we were being jumbled around so much. I actually felt my ass raise out of my seat like once or and I was I was I was having a full blown panic attack and this was this was also one of the few times because um because my wife take a shot was flying with <clears throat> this was the so far the first and only time that she ever lied to me because as we were descent it was either like a Detroit or Baltimore uh lightning was striking around us Oh my gosh! So, yes. uh, so, so I I saw a flash outside the window, and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck was that? Was that lightning? She was saying, no, 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 that's just uh, the light underneath the plane as you know it's descending. You know, the, the the light that's underneath the wings blinks. She lied. That was actually lightning, and that was the first and so so far only time that she's ever lied, just to make sure that I wasn't having a full blown panic attack or seizure or whatever the so. Yeah, that ever since 
then I've kind of grown to have a little bit of PTSD when it comes to traveling by I guess you can say that thunderbolts and lightning are very, very frightening. See, and I was gonna go in the I was gonna go in the so I take it that you haven't seen Final Destination before. <laughs> Nor do I ever want to. I am aware a scene like that exists. I have seen one instance of a never fucking again. Totally, totally fair. The next question that we have is why is bagged milk the best milk? Never had bagged milk, so I can't really have a preference, so I'll just say whatever the fuck floats your milk. It's awful. Canada should feel ashamed. That's all I have to say about that. The next question is, what is your one annoying habit? So something you do that drives people insane, or something other people do that just drives you up the wall? Um... Well, that's a good one. Um... I suppose one common habit that I have that seems to annoy at, at least the people that are more closest to me than others, I have this really bad habit of self-sabotage. Like when I mess up on something or if I accidentally cause things to go wrong, I I take it really hard. And mm. I it's 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 something that I'm trying to outgrow and rewire my brain. Not like I'm actually, uh, I actually just recently started taking this uh, acting mastermind class in Los Angeles. And uh, there are other classmates of mine that sort of have the same. And um, as part of the curriculum, we have accountability calls at least once a week to, you know, make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do. And, um, yeah, this, this one other classmate of mine, she actually also studied a lot of psychology and told me a lot of the negative things in your brain are just flat out lies. They're just fabricated for whatever reason. So I'm slowly but surely trying to break that habit, but that doesn't mean I don't fall into uh, depressive fits every now and again. I mean, I'm only human, so. Right. Of course, of course. Uh, the next question is, what is the theme song for your sex life? I actually have two choices for this. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> uh, the usual one I would go for, like, say, if either me or my wife uh, take a shot, um, aren't overly busy with stuff, I would go with Heart Boner by Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> because... It's true. I do want to slam her with my empathy. And it feels amazing. <laughs> That's so, so wrong. But uh, the other choice, um, like, especially like this past month, we've been, you know, busy with a whole lot of stuff. Um, are you are any of you aware of the uh, musical comedy TV show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No, it sounds familiar, but I don't know why. Okay, well, you know uh, Autumn Blaze the Kieran? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. The person who voices her, her name is Rachel Bloom. She's the star and producer of the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Wait. It's, it's been going on for four seasons. And the other, the, the other choice of the theme for my sex life is, I am not making this title up, we should definitely not have sex right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
who by who by what who did this who did this you can find this on the season two soundtrack of crazy ex-girlfriend it is sung by rachel bloom and um his partner uh, i'm sorry her partner in in the scene i think his name is vincent rodriguez the third that's the actor's name um yes look it up on youtube rachel bloom has a youtube channel which is actually how she got big because her breakout hit was again not making this title up fuck me ray bradbury oh like in a good way Yes, in a good way. Like, this girl is heavily obsessed with Ray Bradbury and, uh, like, Ray Bradbury, the greatest sci fi writer in history. Oh, fuck me. Ray, Ray Bradbury. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's how she got big and how she got Crazy Ex Girlfriend. And yeah, one of the songs is We Should Definitely Not Have Sex Right Now. Check it out. It's on her YouTube and it's also available on the season two soundtrack. Nice. I see that she also had a uh, guest star role on uh, How I Met Your Mother. So she's she's been in the biz for a while. Yeah, she, uh, like, she actually got her start with, um, like, as well as YouTube. She also done a lot of stuff on Robot Chicken. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ra- Rachel Bloom is amazing. I would actually love more than anything if she could come out to at least one pony convention. Oh, man, that would be crazy. Yeah. Now then, uh, next question. Do you watch anime by chance? I used to watch anime. I sort of grew out of my anime fa- phase um, a little bit after college, but the choices that I would watch are... I'm not sure how well they hold up nowadays, but I would watch things like Haruhi Suzumiya, yeah. uh, Lucky Star, Azumanga Daio. But I know once one anime I watched from front to end, all the way through, when it was on American TV on Toonami, was Bobo Bo 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 Bo. Jesus oh fucking Christ! I remember this. Oh, oh. God damn it. That anime is my spirit animal. It has influenced my sense of humor so much, and I am getting the full series DVD box set marked by goddamn work. Isn't that show basically like it, the beginner's guide to JoJo? Maybe. I, it, that's what it strikes me as. It's so. It's so. <laughs> it's such a bizarre adventure. But uh, it's it's yeah. JoJo if he was a goddamn Looney Tune. <laughs> if if even <laughs> that, yeah, maybe you could go Boba Bo the trial period before JoJo. I mean, come on, it's about some vigilante who fights bad guys with literally his whip-like nose hairs. For those that don't know, I was trying to forget, but thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Next question that we have, number seven. How big is your porn stash? I'm married. She is literally my porn stash. <laughs> okay, so how many nude pictures of her do you have? How many How many like gigs are we talking here? We're not asking them to share, but... Uh, let me see. Let me just pull up my phone here. Let's see. Like, one, there two, three, this is Carrie the Seven. Why even bother to have pictures? She can sometimes just get naked right in front of me. 
Hey, thanks, wife. Take a shot. Oh, God. Okay. Up next, we have Short Skirts and Explosions, writer of Background Pony and writer of... Oh, God, I had it brought up. He he released another big, long, famed story recently that was really cool. Um, he asks, what doth life? Life is about not talking with lists. Nice, Daphne. Get wrecked, people with speech impediments. <laughs> I hope you've got a pop filter with a spit guard. I do, but I'm not using it. <laughs> oh, we're going raw today. Oh, daddy. All right. Uh, Moose Tassim's up next. He asks, number one, is Equestria a vacation spot or a permanent residence? I would have to say a vacation spot. I'm I'm pretty comfortable with where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, I, I would not mind visiting Equestria just to see all what the hullabaloo is and uh yeah, just have a rip snorting good pony time. Awesome. Number two, it's time for some cheeky timeline shenanigans. You must replace one piece of historical artwork, including paint, uh, painting, statues, literature, videos, other music, uh, with a piece of art that you've created or you've assisted in creating. Your art gets the same exposure as the original, including public showings, reading schools, assignments, being read in church, whatever. What do you replace with what, and how has history changed? Ooh, ain't that a mouthful. Hmm. You know, it probably just to be the, uh, I'm not sure if this is more of a troll move or um, some sort of, uh, what's the word for it? Um, uh, like, moving forward, move, like, like, a, like, I don't know if this is like a troll move or like starting a movement, but um, I'm thinking maybe replacing the Mona Lisa with, uh, I don't know if you guys know this thing, but there's this thing going around on um, DeviantArt with this thing. Uh, sorry, DeviantArt isn't part of your internet package. Please contact your internet provider and add it to your monthly subscription. Oh, God. Did Wait, did you so, make this? Uh, no, this was actually a thing that's been going around on DeviantArt. People actually copying and pasting no, 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 that's the thing. Like, it has to be something you had a hand in creating. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh. you have to replace something with your work. Oh, okay, my bad. I must have misheard that. Okay, um... Hmm. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll still go with the troll move. I'll just replace a Mona Lisa with... Because everybody needs more of those, right? More what? With, with, sorry, you cut out. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I said replace the Mona Lisa with a dick pic. A what? dick pic? Just a picture of your penis? <laughs> that's oh my god! Jesus Christ. People will analyze the depth of perception and contrast and shading for years to come. And all so, the veins, too. So, so Why else do you think Mona Lisa would be smiling? <laughs> <laughs> So would Leonardo da Vinci have named this masterpiece I showed you my dick? Now please respond. Oh you know what? God. I'll accept that. 
All right, number number three. If you were the very model, Jesus Christ, if you were the very model of a modern major general, would you have information, primarily animal, vegetable, or mineral? Hmm. If I were the model of a modern major general, would I? Hmm. Yes. 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 Perfect. It was but it, it it's better than my second answer would just be major general. Accurate as well. Metaphorical, the fact I can get pregnant with the on top. Nicely done. Speaking of singing, I'm gonna take a quick diversion out to the chat to a newcomer, Drake Emberhart, who's in and listening. That I want to ask you. How was your experience working on uh, the L Train's Fall of an Empire and working with the Pillars of Equestria Sonic Metal albums? We've had a lot of people related to those uh, projects uh, reaching out to us recently and thought we'd get oh, your yeah. perception on it. Oh, yeah. The uh, the metal operas I've partaken in with L those I would have to say would be my absolute favorite musical pieces that I've ever worked on. I want to say, like, like I actually grew up having a singing teacher because I did do a lot of musical theater when school plays when I was a kid mm-hmm. and actually did have a little bit of dreams of maybe reaching Broadway. But then I decided, you know, just try to focus on school and, uh, you know, a few other things. So throughout like the past, I want to say, I think like ever since like MLP aired, I've been kind of trying to repractice my singing. Uh, the L Train's metal operas that I have been so fortunate enough to be a part in helped push my limits to try and actually do more operatic style um, singing. It helped me um, try to appreciate better breath control. And um, I don't know, it's, it's just something about listening to the final product and thinking to myself, this is something epic that I helped create. It's it's such it's such a good feeling, and and heck, sometimes me and my wife take a shot. Uh, we sometimes listen to uh, my segments as Sombra on um, Fall of an Empire as Carpool Karaoke, and she would sing as Luna, um, but. I feel like being a part of those projects really helped push my limits as a singer to try to be better than what I already was. And um, I don't know, again, it was just something about listening to the final product of both of these works just filled me with so much glee. And yeah, I, I love working with L Train. And it actually helped me appreciate more of the symphonic metal opera genre as back then I didn't think that was um uh its own genre. I I I'm not that big into listening to rock and roll but um or or even metal but this but being a part of these helped me appreciate the genre and um it it, it also it helped connect me back to my love of musical theater so yeah I I can't really think of anything else to say. Just loved being a part of it, loved working with L Train. I cannot wait to hopefully be a part of, if he ever gets around to it, Pillars of Equestria Part 2, if if he ever decides for that to be a thing. I hope so, because I would love to continue singing a star swirl. But yeah, love 
love those two works that I was a part of. Awesome. Now, you, you mentioned something that, that caught me slightly off guard. You mentioned carpool karaoke to your own work. Um, a lot of people, when they create things, they, they have a, a suffering of a thing called the, the creator's curse, where they're not able to read or like listen to their own voice because it, it, it feels weird to them. Um, do you uh, do you regularly listen to your own work, or like is it a way of studying yourself? Um, in a way, yes. I do listen to my own work as more of a self-reflection and as a way to see, okay, this sounded good. How can I make the next one better? <clears throat> and like, like for me, like I don't know if this sounds too shallow of me, but a lot of the times. Sometimes I like to listen to my own works just to, you know, help me get out of, you know, depressive slumps because I love being a part of projects that make me feel that I feel like I contributed something that was worthwhile. And sure, I may have some blunders, but, uh, you know, just something about listening to something that I help contribute that makes me feel this happy I, I i don't see anything wrong with it you sound no. like you're you sound like you're your own therapist <laughs> maybe i was in a past life no. now that i i think i've i've taken enough of this soapbox for the time being uh and then well why don't you go ahead and grab the next question from Muggany. you're gonna be mad at me but i haven't opened a thing yet Enigma, why are you so garbage at living? Why why did we even ask you to come back? You could have just stayed at soccer practice with your head down, waiting for no one to show up, realizing that no one cares. No one fucking cares. We only care as much as you are useful to us. And right See, now you're being useless, I, so I, I, I would have I would have waited outside of soccer practice, but it started raining. Good. Good. You should be in the mud where you belong. The rest of the shit. Well, if it's not going to be Enigma, I can't think of anyone more qualified to ask this question than Milk. Mugany. Fuck. <laughs> um, oh, I don't even have to press the button today. I forgot to turn that off. Uh, so the next question from Mugany is, oh, so you think you're tough shit because you have bigger nipples than me? <laughs> That's the question. Is this what we're divulging into now? Yes. Contest. I mean, yes. It, this is a I nipple mean, nipple length contest now. I mean, I'm trying to grow up my man tits as much as possible, but biology is not working with me. So <laughs> you just gotta bulk up on food. I, I'm sporting some nice A cups here and little perky tit nipple thingies right there. You know, it's it's not the size of your boob; it's the size of your pepperoni nips. <laughs> well, let me see. Let me get the ruler again. Um. Oh no! Oh no! Ruler nips. <laughs> the fact that you have uh, to measure them with a ruler has already decided you're the winner here. So I give up. He's going from pepperoni nips to goddamn tortillas. <laughs> Tortilla nips. I would say more from pepperoni to salami, but. <laughs> oh wait, what am I thinking? They're the, what am I thinking? They're the same size. They're relatively the same thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that one from uh, pepperoni to tortillas. <laughs> and, and I'm talking about like the big, the big tortillas that you would get at like Chipotle or something. Not like those little, those things are not like those little, massive. not like those fucking like three inch street taco brand that tastes like cardboard. 
I don't know. I'll fight you on that one because I've gone to a couple taco shops that use those, and they're fucking delicious. Mm, different strokes, different folks. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to Terry the Human. Here we go. Uh, number one, what is your favorite and least favorite MLP episode? I can definitely say my least favorite, without a doubt, is the cutie remark. Oh, I've, 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 that, that's the, the time travel episode where they reform Starlight Glimmer. Oh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've gone on record saying that that, like, never before has an episode like that made me so angry. Like, there was one that came close to it, and that was uh, this season, which I've, which I've talked about in length with Voice of Reason, Daring Doubt. But yeah, so far, um, no, wait, actually, no, I'm sorry. Not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something else. Not Daring Doubt. But I mean, that was close. That's like a third. Um, the Cutie Remark or No Second Prances. Those, I just, I can't. Those, they just, they do nothing but piss me off. Mm. Which which one was No Second Francis? Uh, like I forget the names of the title. I just remember that episode when, was something, something. When when Starlight first meets Trixie. Mm. Oh, that one. Okay. I don't so, know. It was kind of fun watching the dick majoring contest between uh, uh, Trixie and uh, <laughs> Twilight. All I remember is that episode ended with Trixie attempting suicide on stage. <laughs> yeah, and you're and the and the dick measuring contest. You're thinking of Magic Duel. When the se- the second time she returns with the alicorn amulet, that's measuring. No, no, <laughs> I'm thinking of the evil grin that they were giving each other during that whole episode. Mm. Uh, but anyway, um, favorite. Oh boy. Um, I want to say like I have two uh, favorites that are almost tied. Like like I have a category one that is too entertaining for me to watch. Like it has some problems, but I don't care because it keeps keeps me smiling. And another favorite that has affected me personally that I consider like I can relate to this so much. Uh, the entertainment the entertaining favorite is Rarity Investigate. Oh, I like that one. When it goes full on film noir in Equestria, and Tabitha is bringing her S rank voice performance. Um, as far as like personal favorite, um, I may need to look back at it, but I know one that I can list for a fact that because it's looking back at it has, has kind of changed and how I look at it, and I keep thinking back to it. Uh, the point of no return, where uh, Twilight tries desperately to uh, return an old library book that was uh, this oh. past, th- like this season, season nine. Just the fact that it talked perfection in such an adult way, I, it's like I almost broke down crying with that one. Because I, I'm not afraid to admit I can be a bit of a perfectionist. And I'm trying my damnedest not to let that control me. You know, so, when, I, yeah. when I saw that episode, I had a dark thought of how, to, how it would end. Like, the new library would give Twilight the, the, new, the address of where the old librarian is. Twilight goes there and it's a graveyard. Oh, God. <laughs> well, given that they uh, keep Applejack's parents' deaths in an obscurity, I would not be surprised if they did go that route. <laughs> Yeah, but we're seeing them more. Like, we even saw the parents with the kids. 
this season. Like, it, it was pretty great. Yeah, they but they still don't say how they died. They pretty much confirm that they are dead, but they never say how. All we know is that, they're, that their corpses are now providing sustenance to their love tree. That's true. That is one theory, yes. <laughs> All hail the fuck tree. Now then, number two. What is your favorite memory as a brony? Oh boy. Okay, a lot of a lot of people may think that my favorite memory I would immediate like one would think I would immediately go to when I proposed to my wife, take a shot um at BronyCon 2017 after um or like partway through the TF2 panel. Um but I would actually uh go for a different moment. Um this was when I was actually staffing a convention uh, Equestria LA 2015. I was head of um, uh, a line direction, or I mean, not line direction. I was head of line control for the autograph, and uh, John Delancey was was one of the. And yeah, there were people getting in line to see John, but then I've actually seen people. Like either when I was on break or um, when I was trying to you know control lines, some people recognized me or at least recognized my voice. And like these two kids came up to me and say, "Oh my God, are 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 you the voice of Discord and daughter of Discord?" And, and I said yes. And they're just like, "Oh my God, we love your performance so much. You inspired me to get into acting. I love you." And I'm just like. I can't. I I can't. My heart <laughs> my, my heart melted. Uh, just seeing these two young I, I believe it, yeah it was the uh, two sisters it, it was these two young um coming up to me saying how much my role in this this little family audio drama made them want to pursue acting as well. I'm just like. See, that's one of the reasons I stay in this. Aw, I love it. Um, next question is, who do you consider worse, Zephyr Breeze or Spoiled Rich? I'd have to go with Spoiled Rich. I mean, Zephyr, yeah, he's a slob and he's lazy, but he is. I, I can at least appreciate his entertainment value on screen. Spoiled rich every time she's every time she appears, I just want to suck her in the nose. And shove all the bits that she makes up her ass. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you sock her in the nose, you'll undo her nose job. Exactly. <laughs> Next question. What is your favorite male female ships? Like, like, just straight up, like, like straight ships, like male, like one male, one female. Is that what you yes. mean? Yes. I would have to go with Sugar Mac. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, just I mean, see, seeing them, like, I, I, I touched upon this, uh, uh, briefly, like, actually, like, the the episode of at the screening for the Big Mac question was actually just uh, released, uh. About an hour ago, when the show, when this podcast started, just how they managed to 
do this mini romance arc with Big Mac and Sugar Bell, and only over the course of three episodes, it's something I didn't think I needed, but they just did it so well, I just couldn't get enough. They are just so adorable, and I'm glad that they're together and they got married. Do you know why the rest of the extended Apple family wasn't there to attend the wedding? God, why? Because they were appalled that Big Mac wasn't marrying within the family. Enigma, I should be mad, but that was actually okay, so. You know what? That actually does make sense that I think about it. That's that's pretty ballsy. (laughs) Good job. It's a pretty good joke, even though I just got spoiled. Oh, God. It's okay. Yeah, let's get spoiler warnings for those who haven't seen the newest episodes, okay? Thanks! And all the the episodes are technically, like, are leaked. They've They've already been leaked, like, I think for about a month or more. I, I know, but I'm trying to watch it along with the show, yeah. and I'm already behind. Yeah, me and Priest are good boys here. We follow the rules. So we asked for guys. our parents' permissions for Club Penguin. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Where, <laughs> what is this reference that I think I should know? I will, I will explain Club Penguin to you another time, my dear. That is a big can of worms I don't have the time or mental to go into right now. Okay. Number five, how much of a Mary Sue is Flurry Heart? Uh, well, I mean, the fact that she all, like she was able to sneeze laser beams on command. Um, <laughs> I mean, she does take after her. <laughs> all, all Flurry Heart can do is eat, sleep, crap, and destroy. Exactly, That's just like you. just like her mother. You, you take that back. Get Rex Priest. I like you. Cadence is is wonderful. In the trash can, maybe as compost. I'm glad you believe that priest. Jesus, she's got to have some worth somewhere, even if it's through somebody else. Number six is Flurry Heart a demon from hell? An adorable demon from hell, but yeah, still a demon from hell. Totally fair. But Did just you... God, just God, God damn it! Is can she not tug on the heartstrings sometimes? Just, uh. I mean, she basically acts like a dog, so there's no, there's no like, she's gonna be exactly, cute. and I exactly, and I'm a dog person, so that automatically doesn't help. Oh, God, you guys are making me think that when she grows up, she's going to be, like, a fursuiter. I would write that. I would totally write that. Priest, as you edit this video, remember to write it. Anyway, the real joke here is I'm not going to edit the video. Number seven, if you'd be an alicorn prince or princess, what would you be the prince or princess of? Uh... I would be the prince of hamming it up. <laughs> okay. Would your Number cutie eight. mark be actual ham? Why not? <laughs> That'd be racist to walk around with that in that world. What? Well, I mean, I don't know if it would be... I mean, it might be racist to the pigs, sure, but... Right, yeah. <laughs> around other common right. pony folk? I mean, I mean, sure, we have yet to see a butcher in Equestria... 
But Griffin's got to eat something. They're I just got to say, I just got to say, the idea of a pony walking around with like another species genocide tattooed on their head, <laughs> those pigs would be pissed. Well, okay, <laughs> I will, I will go a little bit nerd here and quote Qui Gon Jinn: "The ability to speak does not make you intelligent." <laughs> wow, anti pig AF, Rav. Rav was <laughs> hey, the sheep spoke too. Tonight on Animal Farm. <laughs> Four legs good, two legs better. Anyway, number eight. Who would you befriend if you were a pony? Who would I befriend if I were a pony? Yeah, obviously not the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not the pigs. Um, Gotta go with Rarity. She is one classy bitch. It's and true. Just she gets me. And president of the town bike club. I don't know. I feel like if you try to befriend Rarity, she's the kind who will leave you on red. I, I don't get anything that's being said right now. How will you know if you don't take a chance? True. That's how comedy works. Number nine. Who would you betray as a pony? Uh, hmm. Can't really think of any, but I do know one pony that's already been betrayed by by Scootaloo. Oh, because, yes. Because even as a full-grown adult, her wings are still the same size. Oh, oh, that episode aired two weeks ago. Get the f no! no! Good boys here. I've been keeping spoilers away from these two. Please give a spoiler warning so I can, like, unplug my headphones, you fuck. Jesus Christ, have some compassion. Well, Pencil, if it's any consolation, they fall off and she eats them after deep frying those chicken wings. Okay, now I'm going to write that. Thank you so much. I'm going to write that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm surprised you haven't written that already. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't been catching up like good boys and we watch it together as we watch we watch it together as a couple's thing with me. It's a date night thing. Exactly. And episodes premiere weekly, so you have excuse. Oh, I was sick for two weeks. True. Skype exists! Yeah, I don't want to vomit while on Skype. Or we're we're an LDR. Anyway, <laughs> well, let, let's move on before we make the joke not fun. Number excuses, 10. excuses. It's true. Number ten. Which bar? What the fuck? Which bar cast member would you turn into a Mary Sue Alicorn? Why not all of you? Perfect. Write it. Put it for forever. So uh, bonus. all they would do is turn me into an Alicorn because I'm already because that Mary because Sue. that way if everyone is special. Nobody's special. Yes. I like it. Now then, we're halfway through the cast. So, Enigma has spent all week preparing a thoughtful and very smart advertisement for us. And you know what? I just couldn't say no to him. We've never given him a chance to do an ad. Enigma, go ahead. Are you saying, why are you saying all week? You literally told me ten minutes ago. No, you had all week to prep this, Enigma. Come on. You wrote it and everything. You're you're a writer for BabsCon. I have total faith in you. Come on. I'm ready. I'm ready for the ad. You you know, 
retired workhorses, they don't they don't invest very well in 401ks. But that's okay. They don't have to. Because we can give them the money they need for their horse hookers and drugs. Look at Bojack, for example. Oh god. I don't know where I'm going with this, but there's a got there's a <laughs> there's there's a horse charity give money to little bits so he can continue to live that's all i got what's the name of our charity red wings horse sanctuary there you go good job yeah i want to pet the horse but i feel like it will bite me (laughs) it might look at my horse my horse is a man <laughs> we're also accepting. Anyway, sorry, we're good. If you don't have the chance to donate to our Patreon on a monthly monthly basis, consider donating some Twitch bits. We'll read out your name at the very end of the cast if you have the ability to donate. Just even just even ten bits or just a little bit to help out our horse cause. In addition to interviewing wonderful people. Speaking gotcha. of interviewing wonderful people, I want to give the floor right now over to Wilson, who has their own project. All right. So, um, this is actually not necessarily my project, I'm just a co-producer, but my wife, take a shot, is actually in the middle of a crowdfunder for a horror short film that she has written, well, she's been writing it and perfecting it for the past year or so, I want to say since last June. Yeah, Yeah, last June, yeah, good. And, um... She has just launched a crowdfunder for that about a few weeks ago, and we're at the halfway point. Uh, it is called Only You. It is a stalker film. It's about, it's basically showing that anyone can become a victim of stalking, and it can happen for any reason at all. The tagline is, it's the cautionary tale of a man who comes home to find his stalker waiting for him with dinner on the table. So oh. she is so she is trying to raise money so that way we can make, make this uh short film and submit it to film festivals and the like because she has a huge passion for the horror genre and she I've seen her toiling away at this idea ever since uh we got I think yeah it was like uh while we met uh while we were while we got married and now we're trying to make it all come together. So I would like to direct everybody's attention to, if you go to onlyyoumovie.com, you will be directed to the film's page on Seed and Spark. And we're trying to raise $25,000 for the film's budget. And it'll all go towards uh, the cast, and crew, post-production, locations, equipment, all that stuff. Because, yeah, making making movies, regardless if it's feature length or even short film for film festivals, it costs a pretty penny. So, so and we're actually, we're on currently on the last day of our sweeps. So if you decide to contribute... Uh, it started this past a Monday up until tonight at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you contribute to the campaign, you will be entered in a sweepstakes, and if and it'll be announced tomorrow during uh, her live stream tomorrow. It'll either be on Twitter or on the Facebook page. Uh, the winner selected 
will get to do an escape room with her and me and another producer friend of ours, Angela, in Los Angeles. Around, uh, I believe the date for that will be on like uh, October 30th. Uh, more details for that can be found on the website. You can also follow the project on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash onlyyoumovie, and on Twitter at only underscore you underscore movie. Awesome. I know I'm going to be keeping tabs on it because I am just, oh my God, I love horror films. Just, it's so great. Yeah, if you love horror and all that good stuff, then definitely check out the page and please consider currently at 18% of our budget. And we're trying to get up to it at the very least with the way Seed and Spark works. If we make up to 80% of the budget, we are given the green light and we can keep the funds, but we make anything under 80%, uh, the money, like you won't be charged uh, oh. for it if you contribute. So we're really trying to push to get as many as possible so we can get to that green light stage. Right, right, right. And if well, you're in the chat, there are links in the chat. Please go, please click, uh, do the thing, donate money, and be awesome, please. Now then, without further ado, we have so many more questions for you. We're going to try to do our best to get through all of them. Um, and this may be shocking, but I, I, I lied earlier about giving Enigma a, a full week to prep that ad. So Enigma, if you want to read Alex's questions, you're more than welcome to. I can't catch it live this week. That's not a question. That's a statement. Yeah, they started that number one, dude. Next one. Move to the next one. <laughs> the next one is RK Striker. No, move to the next no! one. The next I'm one after RK Striker is Hawkeye. No, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him on timeout. This is what I'm doing. You see that where there's Enigma, and and I'm 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 moving him. It's gonna happen. Move to. Uh, yeah. There we go. It's good. Okay, now that he's kicked and back. I'm back. Okay. Can you do it right now, honey? Sure. Thank you. Does she love me? That's his first question. Depends on who she is. I think he might be referring to your wife. Drink. She is taken, you pervy bastard. Man, aren't I happy? I'm not asking. He's British, too. He's British, too. Yeah, that, two across the pond for you, man. Number two is, what's the craziest dream you've ever had? Didn't we answer this already? Uh, craziest dream might be different than uh, uh, scariest dream. I'm sorry, repeat that again. I got cut off for a little bit. Um, what's, the what's the craziest dream you've ever had? Uh, craziest. Uh, I honestly don't really remember most of my dreams. Like they just, they just, they come and go. Honestly, I mean, there are some times where I'll tell my wife about it, take a shot first thing in the morning. But then other, other than that, I'll, I'll kind of forget. So I don't know if I can really answer that. Number three, cat, dog, or Hoffman's two-toed sloth. Who the fuck is Hoffman, and why does he have a two-toed sloth? Are they referring to Dennis Hoffman, maybe? Uh, actually, it's it, it's named after someone called Hoffman. 
Uh, but they're they are just a cute old little sloth when they're clean. Oh, oh that's actually really cute. It looks like um, a it looks like a newborn Ewok. <clears throat> <laughs> little bit yeah um but uh yeah if i have if, if it's not already uh made obvious I said this uh yeah i'm a dog person so but but hoffman is a close contender number four what's the best use for a cucumber oh wouldn't you like to know wink yes, wink that's not sayable in a nice little salad. I, I recommend balsamic vinaigrette with it. I think that's where you best use it. I mean, he's right, actually. That, that's really a nice thing to do with cucumber. That's all. I was never a fan of cucumbers. Well, that's because you're five. a tasteless human deserves death. Anyway. Number five. What's the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so... There was a time where I stupidly agreed to do a uh, ghost pepper challenge. <laughs> oh, nice. It wasn't the pepper specifically. It was the sauce. I got, I got convinced to do it, and I was in so much pain afterwards. And like, the, the thing that I'll take back from it is because I was... I was sort of pushed to do it by my friend Eliora, who actually went out and I think she was the one, yeah, she was the one that bought uh, the sauce. And yeah, I I was in so much pain, I was furious. Let me tell you a thing about Eliora. She doesn't scare either. She saw me angry and in pain. She was actually taken aback. She, the, the, a friend of mine who does not get scared easily was scared by because of ghost pepper hot sauce. So oh she, she knows, she knows to never do that. The same Eliora who laughs maniacally as she sets ponies on fire. Exactamundo. Now then, we're off to questions from RK Striker JK5. You know what? I just feel like spreading around more of the love. Rap, want, do you want to take RK Striker's questions? Sure. Let me tab over to that. So, question number one. What's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Franchise. Uh, uh, um... Hmm. I wouldn't really say like a franchise of sorts because a lot of the they're like their own singular entity. Uh, but I guess if I want to go like in a more broad sense, I've been getting more into getting more into horror movies. Uh, like last year, I kind of got into a marathon of uh, the Conjuring series, and that's that's been really good. Um. So. So yeah, like I, I, I have like a lot a wide broad of interest. I don't think they really span over one specific franchise, but like but like to name a few, like like I've been getting more into horror movies. Um uh one of my one of my current favorite um shows that I like to rewatch on Hulu is um and uh 
Yeah, again, it's, I, I just have too broad of an array of interests. I don't think I can really pin down one franchise aside from MLP that's my favorite. So, hmm. yeah. That's fair enough. I mean, I can understand. I switch interest like mad probably once a week. So question number two, have you ever done anything for a non-MLP franchise? Um, yes, I have, actually. Um, this was... Uh, it was about, yeah, I want to say like about a a year or so ago, uh, I got approached by some people who, um, okay, so I'm sure you guys know of Thomas the Tank Engine. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're familiar with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, they actually had this um, little sub-segment on the official Thomas and Friends YouTube channel called the Thomas Creator Collective where it's actually a whole bunch of fans with their own toys and their own models. They basically get to write, film, and edit and produce and put out their own um, content. And they've asked me to appear on some of their projects a few times as a voice actor. And I voiced, uh, I voiced little one-off characters here and there. But um, the two better characters that I've sort of uh, been known to voice was uh, these two characters named Merlin and um so yeah I've I've done things for a couple other fran uh franchises and other and other fan made stuff as well but uh the Thomas Creator Collective I've had the pleasure of working with and they act uh won an award for their work uh, last year what award it was for specifically but they're pretty good. Nice. All right, so then question number three. One of these glasses contains iocane powder. It is colorless, odorless, and one of the more deadly poisons known to man. So, which will you drink from? And remember, here on the barcast, killing yourself is option is it is always an option. Please don't kill yourself. We don't mean it. Ha ha ha. Very funny. I think that's a good job, Ralph. Good job. <laughs> I think that was a Princess Bride reference. It is absolutely it is. a Princess Bride reference. It is. I grew up with that movie. <laughs> I've never Gee, seen I, I, I never would have been able to tell. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. All I know about Princess Bride is that you killed my father and I prepare to die. Oh, have you never seen it, Enigma? I've well, never seen it. Well, tell him to see it. <laughs> I get see, it. <laughs> see it, you lazy fuck. Thank you, Will. Did I ever tell you guys I gave my little brother the uh, Inigo Montoya scars? <laughs> oh, God. Not all. Please, ah. Let our, let our guest answer the question. This is not okay. <laughs> I, I say fuck both the glasses and just give me a can of Coke. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next question that we got is from Hawthorne Bunny. How do you like your sausage? Perfectly attached and raw. Whoa. <laughs> well, you went direct on it, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> and on your nipples. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think? I'd be into like crotch tip. Gross. Ew. Exactly. Breasts. <laughs> hey, Some for lunch. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. All right. Uh, Sembro for Life is up next. Number one, what is your favorite video game? 
Oh boy. Um, I I don't game as much nowadays. I'm far too busy with a lot of things. I do know of a video game series that I would play all the time uh, as a kid and up until college. The WarioWare series. Mm. Oh, yeah. Those are just... So, they are just a barrel of fun. You never know what you'll get, and you're expected to complete it all rapid pace. I I love it. I, I think I own pretty much every single version except uh, I think the recent one where they actually have the characters talk in the cutscenes. Uh, uh, WarioWare All-Stars or Gold or something like that. I forget which. But yeah, I have I have them all. Like the GameCube version, the Game Boy Advance, the Twisted version, the DS version, and the, the Wii version. So yeah, I love that series. Awesome. Uh, still in line with video games, uh, though. Number two, do you have a favorite boss fight, or is that a is that um, probably a bit too granular? No, no, no. It's fine. I I can actually. Um, this is actually a really nice segue because Wario is one of my uh, favorite video game characters, and my other favorite game that's its own singular entity is Wario World for the GameCube, and my favorite boss fight from there. I cannot for the life of me remember her name, but it's like this huge green lady dinosaur. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like they, it's, the game is composed of like four worlds before you get to the really big boss fight. It has too many boss fights and then one big grandiose boss fight to complete each of the four worlds. She's the grandiose boss of the first world. And she is just so much fun to thrash around, even though she is literally like ten times the size of Wario, but that don't fucking stop him. <laughs> I like it. Now the number three. <clears throat> Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? Well, who's to say Skeletor's not all of us. I mean, we do have skulls, don't we? Pint-sized horse Hamlet. What business do you start? Hmm. You know, since we're... You said I'm a pint-sized horse Hamlet, right? And what business no, would no, I start? No, 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 no. You are in a pint-sized horse Hamlet, as in you're in, you're in Ponyville. Oh, oh, okay. I th I thought... No, no, is... you're not going to laugh. I'm sorry. I'm not going to cut out. No, 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 no. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, I was about to say, it's like I'm a... But, but I guess I guess it doesn't really matter because the business I would open up, I would start a theater school. Dude, would you show Hamlet? Duh! With an all pig cast. Are you gonna introduce the concept of murder via place to them? Well, someone's gotta teach it to them. This True. Is terrifying. I like it. Please, please proceed. <laughs> Number five. Do you even praise, bro, that Dark Souls reference? You know, why does it always got to be the bros we praise? Why not praise the sissies, you sexist pigs? 
Whoa. What did the sissies ever do to you? I mean, they got the goods. Why not give them the praise? Praise to the sissy titties. Yes. Praise to the sissy titties. Well, that'll be a quote on the barcast. I'm for this. You're welcome. From pepperoni, sissy titties to tortilla, we got it all covered. Now then, I believe I will hand off our next set of questions from Lone Trooper over to Pencil, if she would like them. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> all right, we gotta get serious for a moment here. All right, come at me, bitch. I think I know what the answer to this is gonna be, because there can only be one answer that I can think of, given your history. Hmm. What was your most heartwarming moment at a convention? Yeah, I, I pretty much already answered this. It was, yeah, uh, yeah the, 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 the two little girls coming up to me saying that they got inspired to do acting because of me. I, so, yeah, the, the yeah. only thing that could surpass that was seeing everybody's faces light up when I proposed to my wife, take a shot at BronyCon 2017 during the panel. I figured that would be the most heartwarming moment for you or you know you got engaged. So, just saying. Yeah, like I said, that's the the moment I proposed to her. That's the only thing that could beat the uh, the the little kid experience. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, you had a woman say yes to you. Are 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 you saying that's not heartwarming? Because if you don't think that's heart out there in the chat, if you don't think that's heartwarming, you're fucking wrong. No, the only thing I would consider more heartwarming than that is if she literally took out my heart. <laughs> Just nuke in the microwave. That'll that'll work. Yeah, there you go. Same thing. Same result. Yeah. Uh, so what is then your funniest, weirdest memory you have of the confession? Uh, funniest and weirdest memory. That's a good one. Uh, oh, okay. I, th I think I can name one. Okay. So um, it was the, it was BronyCon 2017, same uh, convention that I proposed. Um it was after the panel and after we uh, did signings and stuff like that. Um, we went to this uh, restaurant that was a little bit of a walkways from the convention center. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like right across the street from the, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, we were just about to, uh, you know, pay the checks and all that when suddenly it started downpouring like crazy. Mm -hmm. So, um, our one of our friends, uh, British Ninja, he actually opted to go because a lot of us did not bring our own umbrellas. Uh, some of us did, a lot of us didn't. He actually opted to go and buy some extra umbrellas for us because it was raining so hard. By the time he got back, it stopped raining. <laughs> Yay, weather gods! Enjoy. So that that is like. <laughs> it's like the timing was all over the place but yeah just like ninja he was a good boy but the timing was not on his side well so talking about weird do you believe that as time goes by octopi and squids will become the next intelligent race on our planet and if so would you befriend an octopus as smart as you well, I mean, they kind of already made that work in Japan. <laughs> Possibly. Well, I mean, like, I think uh, in Japan, Octopus befriends you, so... Well, well, yeah, exactly. That way, you could be, you know, in a nice, committed friendship. 
the octopus would love you, and you could show the love for it back however you want to, you sick perverts. Love the tentacle. Anyway, if you could go to any one of the planets in our solar system and live, where would you travel to? I'm surprised nobody, at least to my knowledge, nobody has answered that yet, sort of manner. But I would say, Uranus! <laughs> this is the first time we've gotten that question, and I was literally sitting here with my fingers crossed going, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. So, thank you. I am glad to provide. Yeah. Uh, their response then is, that's a good choice. So, now that you're there, oh god. What would you bring back as a souvenir? <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> that's a that's a that's a good one. I would say uh, maybe bring back one of its rings because I think Jupiter is looking a little ringless. Put the ring from Uranus on Jupiter. Okay, that's that works. I mean, you can just always be vague and say I got you some shit from Uranus. <laughs> that work, you know what? That works too. What the fuck am I talking clever. about? I <clears throat> track. That's so upsetting that you were so clever. Fuck off. Oh, god damn it. Okay. <laughs> the response to that is hmm, interesting. So, when you went to this planet, you were the first human to visit. Congratulations, I guess. I wonder what other animals visited Uranus. Which means that you can plant your own flag. What would your own personalized flag look like that you would plant? On Uranus. I know we're like five, but I don't care. This is so funny. <laughs> Who the hell says I have any shame the flag would just contain a single poop emoji? I would have to put a dick as the flagpole, I'll be honest. That works too. Yeah, there you go. Have the full package. <laughs> oh my god! Are you okay, Priest? You put your dick on Uranus! Anyway... <laughs> no, you put your dick in your anus. Okay, it's okay. Please, that no, was you, the joke. You know, you know, you know what would be the ultimate irony oh, if what? you just if you just go if you just travel to Uranus and say, "Hi, I have this uh, fudge delivery. Where do you want me to pack it?" <laughs> Special delivery to Uranus. These <laughs> two <laughs> things you say to your wife before sex. Anyway. <laughs> don't, don't forget to bring water with you because Uranus is very dry. Okay, I have to ask, Will, what would your wife say to you saying that as you got into bed with her? I'll have to ask. Um, hmm. I don't know. I may have to try it tonight to see what the results are. Please post oh. the cast. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need details? All right, so the next question is actually a serious one. Uh, what has been the happiest moment in your entire life? Hmm. One of the happiest moments in my life. You got married. Don't forget that. Well, okay, well, yes, obviously. I'm, I'm trying to go a little more obscure because getting married would be the obvious choice. And you know me, sometimes, or maybe I am, and maybe that's the part that's not obvious, or, oh, God, does my brain hurt? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, in, in, in all seriousness, I would have to say uh, my wedding day. Uh, mm. or, or more like, I want to say, like, we, week and a half, because, like, right after we got married, we uh, celebrated uh, 
we celebrated Halloween by doing a movie marathon. And then right afterwards, uh, a few days later, uh, uh, we went on a carnival cruise for our honeymoon. It was the first time I have ever done a cruise and being able to do it with, uh, at, and no, that is not a cost for a giggity. Um, that, the, just that whole experience has made me probably the happiest I could, I could ever be. See, that's, that's the, that's the wholesome content I came here. Uranus and love unconditionally. It's great. It's great. I love Uranus. Yeah. Thanks. I love Uranus too. Anyway, where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years, both personally and professionally? Um, well, I would definitely say professionally, I would like to, you know, reach out and do other projects. I am actually, um, looking into creating my own, uh, acting website, uh, one for voiceover and then one for film and TV. Um, cause at, as, um, a promise that both me and my wife take a shot, uh, made to each other as part of our vow is that we would both do whatever it takes to help each other with, with our career. And she wants to, like, she wants to make it big in the horror, uh, film industry. And okay. she's hoping that with, this short film that'll be the first big step and um i'm trying to you know really sort of explore my niche or niches or and stuff like that and just try to be uh a better working actor and stuff in either animation uh tv film maybe i'll even go back into trying to doing theater just i don't know like i love to work i love to act i i i don't Really care what the medium is as as I still get to play pretend and hopefully get paid to do it, then I'm in heaven. Um personally I don't know, just I guess live still living, just you know, living comfortably, maybe maybe at some point in life, you know, we'll get us a house or something like that. Um but uh you know just just living comfortably. That's, that's, that's really all I want. Living comfortably, working, and, you know, just, you know, always being able to come home to each other. That's, See, that's, again, the good, wholesome shit. And I, I recommend this. I support this. Fuck yeah, Will. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Hey, Priest, it's your turn again, now that we've been wholesome. Fuck yes. Wait Speaking a second. Hold wholesome. on, hold on, hold on. I have to be stupid. Hey, Will. Mm. We were wholesome about Uranus. <laughs> that was awful. Thank you. Let's continue. Now, the next question is going to bring out a little patriot in all of us, I think. How does this picture that I'm posting into our behind the counter chat make you feel? All right, let's take a look at what we Oh, my fucking God. This is from that other, other guy. Eh, I've seen worse. <laughs> just like yeah okay it's a tank with a tongue we good bro yeah uh but like i said i've been around the block i have several uncomfortable value venues of the interwebs nothing surprises me too much anymore honestly the blowjobs though 
that's close. But then again, I'm married. I can get that from my wife any day. Take a shot. Yay! All right. Now it's time for questions of Violin. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Violin. All right. Here's your earphone warnings for everybody. Jesus Christ. Come on. There we go. <laughs> well, how are you today? Shatner had a baby, it would be impossible to hear them say a full sentence in the span of 10 minutes. I felt like, <laughs> like a lowly surrounded on both sides by two neckbeards. I, I, I can just imagine, like, yeah, like, you said Williams together, it would be like, ah, 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 ah. Well, uh, I mean, full speed, ah, uh, ah, uh, cat, baton, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, thank you. Okay, that is exactly what I imagined. Thank you for that! See, I got one better for you. You could swap out either one of those two for Nicolas Cajun and make it worse. That would just <laughs> be better. Yelling. That would just be screaming like I do. Speaking of screaming, the next person with questions that isn't screaming is Desert Bloom. Nailed it! Number one. Before you stand two mares, one with a brilliant white coat, another with a coat as black as not. So what is two plus fish? Hmm. I have to get my calculator out for this one. The real question. The answer okay. is obvious. So let's see, let's see. One with the brilliant white coat. You just carry the four. And then the other one with the coat as black as not. Okay. The answer is soup. I thought it was going to be fairies. This is perfect. Yay! The answer is obviously two fishes. Wrong. This is why you didn't pass algebra. Number two. Are crystal ponies really vampires? Uh, don't, oh, don't put that on vampires. Vampires obviously reality ponies. Did you, right. you cut out a little bit? I heard something about bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but close, but no. Uh, I was saying, um, don't be silly. Vampires have more personality than crystal ponies. Totally fair. Got him. I mean, to be fair, the crystal ponies all have PTSD, bruh. Who's to say that Sombra himself isn't already a vampire? I mean, he's kind of oh. got the teeth for it almost. And he can like fly and turn into like smoke and shit, so Yeah. Something uh, to think about. It's true. Now then. Number three. It's time to play with a little fire. Hug, cuddle, or boop. Changeling, a bat pony, and a non-pencil. Wait the fucking wait, what? Why am I in this? What a twist. Apparently, so, okay, so, apparently but... you're cute. Oh, okay, God, so I would kill you, 
Okay, you said it was Changeling, a non-pencil, and Bad Pony, and it was Hug, Cuddle, or Boop? Yes. Hmm. Tread carefully, my dude. Hmm. I would say Hug, Pencil. This is acceptable. Uh, Boop a Changeling, and Cuddle a Bad Pony. Hmm. I think you just had your hand bitten off, though. Yeah. But this is okay. I mean, you could, you could, like, what if you boop the changeling in one of the holes? You just, like, stick your finger into it and then run away. Isn't that sexual, though? Ooh, yeah, kinky. just stick your finger in there and he blushes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I like how Enigma automatically assumed this is a male changeling. What hole were you referring to? You know how the females have holes in their legs, too, your feet? Uh, I'm not... Do you have holes in your legs? I think he's talking about Uranus. Honestly, I think the, I think the fact that you're bringing up female changelings having multiple holes, you're not anybody. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've written a story about it, but anyway. <laughs> Number four. Three of the barcasts have mysteriously passed on. Man, so many questions about us today. Why? This is so weird. Why? Uh, who do you resurrect? Who would you leave for dead? And who would become the subject of science? And who, who did you guys piss off? I don't know, man. I don't piss off a lot of people. West. It's true. Hmm. Okay. How so, many people have so we had? Three, so three members have mysteriously passed on. Who would I resurrect? Who would I leave for dead? And then what was the third one? Who would become a science uh, experiment, so to speak? Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I guess I would maybe resurrect Pencil because uh -huh. honestly, I would say like throughout the whole time I've been on this cast, you seem like such a fun bit. Ah, thank you. Uh, uh, I would leave Milk for Dead because apparently bagged milk is the root of all evil. You've learned well. Yeah. And uh, the subject of science, I would say, would have to be priest because somewhere in that body is the real legit explanation of why he gives any praise to. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you hear that? You hear that? Priest Uranus is magical. Oh, God. <laughs> I deserve this, be, probably. You could be the next. Uh, Hit in the movie Magic Mike. <laughs> that is not about science. I know. <laughs> that is really? about the opposite Anatomy of science. Is. Really? No. I was gonna. I was gonna say he could be the next tub. He could be the next test subject in Human Centipede. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> Which no, segment? No. I. I. Don't answer that. Next question. Should Scootaloo have parents? Oh, uh, try to avoid spoilers, please. Oh, wait, hold on. Actually, I'll just take my headphones out of my ears. Go for it. All right. Uh, should Scootaloo have parents? Well, I mean, her biological ones are shit, but uh, her ants, they're, they're, they're doing a good job. Keep, keep the ant lose the, um, the wild thorn ponies. You know what I liked about Scootaloo's parents, though? What? The fact that 
they're, they're they purposely uh, let a crocodile loose into the classroom just to just to make it a grand entrance. Yeah, that was poor. And uh, yeah, yeah, Scootaloo was actually Australian. She hides that accent so <laughs> right. I was just happy to see our good friend Bill Newton back. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bill Newton. He is such. Wait, Bill Newton was in there. Yeah. Bill he voiced uh, Scootaloo. Bill Newton's our pony daddy, dude. Okay. Like, Bill Newton. Bill Newton is all of the daddies. He is. He's every pony daddy. Mm-hmm. So far, the only one where I know he doesn't voice uh, the father character for is Rarity's father. I think that's. I think oh. That's... Yeah. I don't think he ever spoke except for that one time. Or and. Uh, is this how Bill Newton is everyone's daddy? Did I come back to Bill Newton being everyone's daddy? Yes. Yeah, and, uh, Bill Newton. B- yeah, Bill Newton, I know for a fact, also did not voice uh, uh, Mr. Cake or Twilight's father. Or Starlight's father, oh. too, for that matter. But I still, like, know. but let's uh, be honest, Bill Newton is everybody's daddy. It's true. Yeah, oh, true. Sorry. Yeah, I'll go with that. This. Bill, Bill, please don't listen to this. Oh, I'm going to send it to him. We're gonna please don't send this. it to Bill! Or we're going to donate to his stream. We're going to give him bits, and it's going to be great. Should we all send him, like, an awkward Father's Day card? and has balls Please it? don't send things to Bill. I'm, he's so nice to me. Don't ruin this, you guys. We can't ruin this for pencil, guys. So whatever you do, don't tell Bill Newton, hi, Daddy. Whatever you do, don't do that. All right. Uh, don't daddy. go up to him and say, oh, yes, Daddy, in Caillou voice. Honestly, I'm going to go kill myself. Bye. Actually, I think the person that you probably shouldn't the uh, probably shouldn't send the daddy letter to is Vincent Tong. Oh God. He probably because, okay, enjoy it. Well, yeah, he would enjoy it, but like, here's the thing. Okay, a uh, little story time. Okay, so um, during a podcast that he was actually being interviewed on, uh, one of the um people running that was my friend Lightning Bliss, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, I forget what the actual question was, but uh, Vincent Tong started flirting with Bliss. And mind you, Bliss has been married for, I think, like about, at the time, like four or five years. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it was because of that, which kind of set off this running joke between uh, Bliss and our other friend Silverquill of um, Bliss constantly being shipped with um, Vincent Tong's characters, be they Flash Sentry or Prince Blue Blood or Feather Bangs, what have you. And uh, yeah, that's that sort of thing. But um, it, it also how we discovered that um, uh, Bliss really loves Pharynx and by extension, Bill Newton. So uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a thing. Aww. We'll have to have Lightning Bliss on to talk about it more herself. Uh, we've had the, I had the wonderful chance of playing poker with her at uh, HRPC, but we haven't had the chance to discuss actually in person. So did you did you poker face? Po- 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 poker face. No. We're moving on to the next. Yes, please go. Jammer is up next. So has the cast been nice to you so far? Oh, this has been such a blast. You guys are awesome. Aww. Keep sucking it. All right, number two. Number one, any cool stories or tidbits of useful knowledge to tell us plebeians? Any cool stories or tidbits of useful knowledge? Hmm. 
Um, regularly check for bed bugs. Oh, yikes. I mean, this is accurate. I lived in a yeah. house with bed bugs. I can confirm. Yeah, because um, another story. Uh, we just, me and my wife, take a shot. Uh, moved into our new apartment back in June after living in a shithole for about a year. Um, and we have a Murphy bed, which is, uh, if in case you don't know, it's it's one of those beds where you can like put it up vertically. Like it, it looks like like a cabinet. You pull it pull it down, and the bed comes down. Oh, like it, so it collapses up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Yeah, it falls out from. So um, we had to get it uh, disassembled and moved from our old place to the new place. For whatever reason, either it was because our new our new apartment wasn't cleaned thoroughly enough, or something got into there during transport. Um, one when, when we got our bed installed and placed where we where we wanted it. Um, my wife, take a shot, uh, kept on getting bitten by, uh, bed bugs. And, uh, the, the interesting thing was these bed bugs were apparently sexist because they only went for her and leave <laughs> me alone and they left me alone. Well, have you ever thought that maybe you don't taste so good? Wife, please confirm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it was that time of the month, they'd be, they'd be like sharks in the water. Okay, this went wow. not in the direction I expected. <laughs> no, no, I said I wasn't going to talk about my period today. It happened. Good job, Enigma. Because now uh, I'm going to say, Enigma doesn't work like that. Anyway, we can continue now. But, but yeah, we, we kept on being in this limbo of trying to figure out what what the hell kept on biting her. Like, we thought it, we thought it was mis honestly mosquitoes because, you know, it was summer and all that. And, like, even when I was going out to work, I would get a few bites here and there when I go out to work from mosquitoes. But the types of bites from them were a lot more different than bed bugs. So um, we just kept on, we kept on trying these remedies and stuff like that, but none of them really worked. So we had to call in an exterminator. So, um, yeah, yeah, whenever you're, I guess, like, yeah, useful tidbits, um, make sure it, whenever you're moving somewhere that the place you're moving to has been thoroughly clean and that uh, that your bed has made it in one piece and is not infected. Well, and it's not just your bed, it's your clothes, basically any cloth. They're kind of like sleeves. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. That's another good point because we had... To um, yeah, we, we had, like, almost, like, 20 giant black bags of laundry that we had to go through, mm. and while our place was being worked on, um, yeah, we had, like, a chemical spray in there, but we steamed, like, especially, like, the bed frame and, and stuff like that, so we had to spend, like, a couple days in a hotel, but yeah, like, giant trash bags full of laundry that we had to go through and um some of them we still have to go through because they're drugged so yeah that's uh that's definitely a useful tidbit check regularly well and, i mean if you uh, want to yeah. tip dryers they will die in the heat they do not like high heat just run not your clothes through a dryer multiple times that being said not we could talk yeah. about bed bugs a long time but we have mm -hmm. a few more questions to get through before we're done 
Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just just one last quick tip for at least for bed bugs. That's what was for we for what Terminator. Uh, when you're washing, add a half a can of Coke in there because it'll actually the uh, carbon not the carbonation but the consistency of the Coke will actually um, affect the bed bug shell. Huh. To where it'll I I think it'll like harden them or soften them to where they can't shed or something like that. I forget which. But uh but yeah, add enough. Uh, whenever you wash your clothes, if you have an infestation, add a half a can of Coke in the uh, in the washer. Hmm. All right, priest, go. Uh, number two, if you're given 33 drinks of your choice every week, out of the main voice actors or actresses for MLP or their characters, would you give them a place to stay at or near your home? Oh, abs- oh absolutely. Having having worked with uh, fellow like even fan VAs, but I've taken classes from um, uh, people in the industry, such as Rob Paulson, who you might know as the voice of Yakko Warner from Animaniacs, uh, Crispin Freeman, who has done a lot of anime work and is on Young Justice. It's it's a fact that voice actors are some of the most humblest, sweetest people that you will ever meet. And if they needed a place to stay or if they want to live near me, absolutely. They're just, they're, they're black. Awesome. Now the next is, are you aware of John Carpenter's The Thing? Yes, I am. Ah, then you must be Yay! aware of John Carpenter The Thing's Pony OC. I got you. There it is. Think Pony. Ooh, ooh, that looks awesome. Right? So the question is, would you hug Thing Pony? Would you kiss them goodnight? Tell them every little thing is going to be all right, and would you let them sleep in your house? I would definitely tell them every little thing is going to be all right. Just stay the fuck away from me, because I do not want to... that hole that's a loving hole right there eat you the fuck up if you're not satisfied that may be a loving hole but i am not sticking anything in there be it either my limbs or my sausage i prefer to keep it intact i also have seen i also have seen the movie teeth if you don't if you don't like those holes she could always make you new ones (laughs) oh my god so next question Number four, if you were to hug anyone on the bar cast, why would it be Enigma? That's me. I'm a hugger. I would hug all of you. Aww. Gay! Super gay. Number five. Word of warning. Word of warning. If we hug for too long, my hands are going to go down south and, you know, clasp your cheeks. Yeah, best not to do that when take a shot because she will not hesitate to cut a bitch. True. Anyway. She values my cash and... Speaking of stalkers, number five, has the disappointment kicked in yet? What disappointment? I've been having a blast. Yay! Number six, when can we see you again? When can we do this again? Any future con plans or ones that you'll help at? It's been fun, but now you've got to go. Sorry, we're done. Okay, yes, go on. Please answer questions. <laughs> I know what that was. Well, well, I will say this. I have actually been a confirmed, announced community 
at this coming BabsCon in uh, April of 2020. So you will see me there. You'll see us there too. It's like we planned this. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you there. And who knows, maybe we'll even pull you up into something fun. Um, Next set of questions are from PuzzleMaster98. Question number one, do you like Pokemon? I used to. I, I was I was pretty big into Pokemon as a kid, but then it uh, kind of transitioned over to in, uh, uh, in middle school. So I'm not as much into it as I am anymore. Right. My wife, but my wife is, though, take a shot. Uh, she regularly does uh, Pokemon Go on occasion. Like so whenever what? we're... Regularly does Pokemon Go on occasion. So you went from jerking it to Gardevoir to jerking it to Dark Magician Girl. (laughs) Hey, hey, I'd fuck Dark Magician Girl. Would you fuck Dark Magician Girl? I'm pretty sure most of the people who grew up in the 90s would fuck Dark Magician Girl. I I would fuck I'm not ashamed of that at all. or, Or better yet, the Gemini Twins. Oh, God. No, wait, sorry, Gemini Elves. Elves, got the name wrong, sorry. I had a play set of those. <laughs> anyway. So Priest did uh, fuck them. Anyway, go on. What, hey, I liked a good beatdown. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of Pokemon, what's the proper number of Pokemon? Um, according to them. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, I think like... Honestly, I was fine with the original 150. I don't think there really needed to be any more because, honestly, like, where are you going to store them all if you really do catch them all? Is there, like, some sort of Pokemon warehouse or storage unit that you just store all your balls in? Actually, they shut down that app. (laughs) That's an actual thing that happened. Are we talking about, like, in the canon of the world or in real life? Yes. Yes. The correct answer is there are 807 Pokemon right now, apparently. Uh, actually, according according to the people who make Pokemon, they obviously say not enough, like I said before. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. And I have a different list. Wikipedia says 832. I give up. Number two. Do you think Chrysalis should be redeemed? Absolutely not. Do I need to well, take out my headphones before we continue this? I, I don't want to know the correct answer to this if there is okay. a different answer than that. Okay, good. So we're going to go to number three because that's about all the time we have time for. Uh, what is your favorite movie? Oh, Lord. I have several. But if I... At least, at least uh, for this year, my favorite... Um, it's actually like in the film of like it's it's a it's a dual feature. Um, I've really grown to love the two Stephen King It remakes. Mm. Yeah, I enjoy those. Yeah, those are just so much fun to watch, and I I, I will not lie and say that I didn't get uh, scared a few times. And, like, that's that's the sign of a good flick. Like, you know, there's some parts of it that are going to be eh or kind of flat-out ridiculous, but if it still keeps you on the edge of your seat, 
and keeps you invested, then the movie has done its job. Totally fair. Now then, we only got about four minutes left, so I'm going to kind of turn it back over to you now. Um, what do you have kind of coming up? And uh, on top of that, if anyone has any sort of questions that they didn't get to ask today, maybe they just check this out on YouTube and Google Play and stuff like that. Um, how can they ask you questions? What, what, where do you leave yourself open to the public? Uh, mostly nowadays, I am more active on Twitter at uh, you can follow me at DeWilstonator. That's D-A-W-I-L-L-S-T-A-N-A-T-O-R. Um, that's where I'm the most active on. Um, as far as like things com coming up, I'm in the works of finishing audio for some new TF2 analysis we've got coming up. Um, I'm hoping to get back into doing my uh comic uh once i figure out a good um time management plan with uh, uh helping with my wife's crowdfunder take a shot and uh, of course you know my own thing um but yeah other than that the only other thing i'm working on now is just uh the crowdfunder for only you uh other than that i've just been working for a lot of other people and but hopefully i should be back to doing my own stuff relatively soon well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Hopefully things lighten up and you'll be able to do the things that you're passionate about. And I know I, for one, have been so happy to have you on today. It's been so much of a joy. Yeah. Oh, abso oh, absolutely. This was such a blast. I've been seeing how other friends of mine have been having the ball. Hey, why not? I'll get on the bandwagon. Yeah, we, well, it's more like the bar wagon. We're happy to have you. Yay! Yeah. Now then, who do we have next week, Milk? George! Oh my gosh! He's gonna be all wholesome and nice! Oh my gosh! Oh god. Am I, I gonna have to not swear? I don't know about that. Oh no! So I get. I always. I always thought you pronounced his name as Gorg. So I get one F-bomb. I'll have to save it for a special occasion. You see, Will let me say the word cunt. I mean, okay, whatever. <laughs> but speaking of cunt, we can't, we cunt go on much longer. So thank you for watching the podcast. This has been a non-pencil. Enigmatic Otaku. I wish to one day dip my toes on Uranus. Ravage. There was a clicking. Milk. All of the clicking. Our wonderful guest this week, the Wilsonator. And a pleasure, guys. And I'm a sack of garbage! But See you next week! We like you, though. Oh.